Greetings. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Mevs with Amanda Holstein. Greetings from far west Texas. How are y'all doing, y'all? Y'all, 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 y'all. It is Sunday, August 1st, 2021. I got bit by a mosquito shortly before recording this podcast. You wouldn't think that there would be mosquitoes out here in the desert, but who knows? It's a whole new world out there. There's no video companion to today's episode, or really most of the episodes, because I just don't care um, about that. You know, it's like, I did it because some people liked it on the YouTube, and then it's like, I have like 20 subscribers, so it's like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, and people are like, we well, gotta put in the work, it's like, for why? Because you know what? I have put in the work, and it's like, for how long? Like, how long am I gonna... Like, pretend that I'm, like, going Hollywood. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not fucking going Hollywood. Part of my language. Or don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with the F word. So, sometimes it helps me to talk. And what else helps me to talk? I wrote notes for today's episode, so I wasn't just rambling and crying. Though, there's nothing wrong with that either either my first note that I have to talk about today this beautiful Sunday morning the Lord's day and by the Lord I mean whatever uh I have a mint plant I have some herbs growing go figure and um I had a peppermint plant or spearmint spearmint Um, that my mom got me for my birthday last September. I am a Libra. Who cares? Um, she gave me, it's like, okay, so many thinkings. Uh, she gave me a bunch of herbs for my birthday, which is like such a great gift. And so I had this spearmint plant and it died, I thought, a couple months ago because it got overwatered. Because it was raining in the desert, which apparently it rains out here. And and then recently it started to come back. So that's nice. Hey, you never know what miracles may happen. Next on the agenda is a poem that I wrote. And it's called Coming to Terms. All I want to do is wear all black or all white, forget to write, and let go of regrets. Who am I if I'm all in or out? A dissolving of every hummingbird before my eyes as I sit underneath the mimosa tree, no longer smoking DMT. I am on the path. But don't tell anyone the mystery of self-doubt or gnosis. Gnostic realization I seek, a lonely path. While my best friend has a foot on water, a foot on land. But really, what is the difference? 
between earth and air, fire and water, an open mirror of infinite space encapsulated within primordial wisdom? Reveal to me the mysteries of chili con queso, dark skies, and an anonymous meeting, the intersection of awareness and appearance. I'll start my own club of self-expression even if no one understands. Or do I? How do I release self-pity, anger at self-inflicted chaos? I can't believe I make my own problems while a non-ordained rabbi tells me there's no problem Everything is already illuminated. So I bathe in the fires once again, seeking always. <clears throat> Who knows what I can talk about in terms of my spiritual practice. This poem is about what I'm going through. Should I break it down? Does that like help? Does it matter? Okay, all I want to do is wear all black or all white. To me, it's like, okay, so black represents like the chthonic, right? Which is like the earthly realm. And then the white is like the angelic, let's say. So it's like sometimes I just want to wear all fucking black. Sometimes I just want to be like in the sacredness of the earth. And then sometimes I love that, like, ritual purity of, like, wearing all white. And obviously, this is not just talking about my clothes. It's, like, could be a lot of different things. Like, sometimes I want to be a fucking badass, right? Like, wear a fucking leather jacket and smoke my vape. Like, sip tequila, which I'm not doing anymore just for today batting away at this mosquito ADHD it's like that's so fucking made up ADHD it's like that's just an excuse to take meth basically in general I prefer to <clears throat> you know wear all white metaphorically speaking and also literally it just resonates with me more where I'm at right now in my spiritual journey <coughs> And sometimes I get kind of bored with wearing the same thing all the time. But I really try to not get too caught up in, like, material concerns, like how I used to. Because it's like I could get so caught up in, like, comparing myself to other people and, like, what other people have and where I think I should be. Like, to be real, like... I got a job. I got a couple of jobs this past week. And one of them is working at a hot dog stand. So if you're ever in Marfa, come by Wienertown. This is not, he's not paying me to say this, um, but come by. <clears throat> I'll be working on Friday and Saturday nights from 6 to 9 at Wienertown. So, you know, less problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Am I right? Hey, that's not a problem. I'm going to say that again. Lest problems of money, 
property or prestige divert us from our primary purpose. And what is our primary purpose? I don't know about you, but mine is to awaken gnosis, to be wise and live a life of contemplation. And that doesn't necessarily mean a life of isolation, though God knows I would love it. But for whatever reason, I'm part of these fellowships. And they say that I can only keep what I have by giving it away. And so I can't isolate myself too much, though I do prefer to for the most part. I did go to a dinner party the other night. I, I made sure to go to a meeting beforehand because I knew that people were going to be drinking because, hey, this is Marfa. Hey, this is Malkuth. Hey, this is real life and people like to party. And I'm trying to stay open, you know, and was like, you know what, let me go to this dinner party. So I went to a meeting beforehand, went to the dinner party from seven to nine. And once the sun started to go down, I was like, deuce, like I'm going to bounce. Like, hey, I'm not going to give my dis-ease a foothold, right? Like I heard somebody say that the top five people you hang out with are the people who you become most like. So it's like, I don't have to totally cut myself off from everything, right? I don't have to just walk around all white like Miss Angelic Seeker. It's okay to have a balance, right? Like, and that's where it talks about like a foot on water, a foot on land. I mean, there's a lot behind that analogy that it's like from the book of Revelation and then also the book of, or the card of temperance in the tarot deck. The angel has like a foot on water and a foot on land. And as I mentioned, I am a Libra. So there is this sense of like balance in the scales, right? Like it's not all unicorns and rainbows and like happy angels. Like, you know, there's a lot of power that's, going on like even in terms of like if one were to only practice some sort of like angelic magic right like I mean it's uh I guess I can't really say that much about about that but there's a lot of power kind of behind these things and it's not all just like happiness and fucking rainbows so but that doesn't mean that I have to willingly just I'm not gonna go to a bar you know what I mean I'm not gonna just like See, that's how I justified it before, right? Was that like, I thought that I had to, because I was so religious growing up that whenever I became an adult, I thought I needed to balance the scales by going out and partying. And, you know, addiction is a progressive illness and especially when it's left untreated. And so there was a turning point and I can't really say exactly when that turning point was, but all of a sudden I didn't see a point in not using drugs or like not drinking. It wasn't until I finished that spiritual initiation a couple years ago, which feels even weird talking about. Again, it's like, I don't know how much I'm I can say about these things or like what's even the point or how many people are even listening to this podcast. But I knew that I was going to be, I was going to be giving up alcohol. Um, and then, but I thought like maybe every once in a while I'd be able to drink. And now that I'm in recovery, I'm just like really nothing 
like no alcohol at all like no marijuana at all like no mushrooms like no dmt it's like i thought that that was like what brought me closer to god i thought that that's what all the the rabbis and the priests that they were all smoking dmt apparently not you know because that's become like a popular argument in a lot of these well if you want to call them esoteric circles but this argument that like yeah the secret is that jesus is the mushroom like the secret is that like everybody was just fucking high and they were like hiding this information from you and actually that's apparently not true because teachers that actually know what the fuck they're talking about who are like very serious practitioners I mean, there is a little bit of that, right? But it's not, like, there's still a path to follow. Like, there's still actual fucking footwork and practice that has to take place. And this is, like, what I was talking about on the last episode is, like, you know, if you're you're taking it all the time, it's just a fucking party favor. Like, under the guise of, like, spiritual enlightenment, right? Like, And I'm so grateful that I have the experience from seeing the unmanageability of what it is to be like taking mushrooms all the time, like staying high all the time. I mean, it's still marijuana is like a little bit of an iffy category. Like, I really don't know if it's really all that bad. I just know that just for today, I'm not getting high. Like, just for today. Like, I don't have to worry about the future. I just know that this is where I'm at today in my life. And I don't have to future trip about, like, anything else. I just have to trust that, like, today, these are the steps that I've been given to take. So, yeah. So, there's, I think I told y'all about the mimosa tree in the courtyard. So, I've been hanging out with the mimosa tree in the morning. Uh, after I do my morning, you know, meditations and all that, then I make a breakfast and go sit under the mimosa tree and just like put my spine up to like the, what is it? Like the trunk of the tree and just kind of build that relationship. I remember when I left Houston, you know, where I was on West Pierce was like this, there was this huge oak tree, like a live oak was it a live oak or post oak? It's probably a post oak, right? Uh, that was outside the my window. And I fucking love that tree. And I cried whenever I left. Because nature is alive. And if you're ever feeling alone, there's like grass that you can talk to. And not that kind of grass. Though you could talk to weed for sure. But talk to a plant. Like talk to a tree. Like talk to a bird. That's what I've been practicing. And... um you know, in a, in a lot of ways, I prefer it over most people. Because most people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about most of the time. I don't even know if I know what I'm talking about most of the time. <clears throat> That's why I wrote notes. And so, okay, poem, check. Mint, check. Mimosa tree, spending time in nature, check. Love and attention, yes. Okay, so I heard earlier that someone was making an argument or a statement that he sees no difference between love and attention. Because if we love something, whatever we love, we're going to pay attention to. That was so profound to me. I'm going to ding dong like, 
<clears throat> I'll say it again. That love and attention are synonymous. Because whatever we love, we pay attention to. All right. Check. Next, Wienertown. I already mentioned that. So, yeah. Who knows why I'm working at a place called Wienertown other than, I mean, I gotta pay bills, I guess. Like, I keep praying about it. I'm just like, really? Do I have to? But who knows why we do the things that we do. It was fun. Like, I actually enjoyed yesterday. It was, like, pretty fun. Um, You know, it's good to, like, be connected to the community. And who knows, like, for whatever reason, I'll be working there. You know, it's like, we can't... It's like, I heard somebody say... All my quotes are, like, anonymous from people. I heard somebody say that, like, when we think that things are falling apart, they're actually falling together. So, ding dong. When we think that things are falling apart, they're actually falling together. What else do I have written here? Life on life's terms. I mean, that's just related. I don't know. Do I want to like delete this podcast? No, I'm already like 17 minutes in. But I have all the I'm literally wearing a nightgown right now. And I wonder and like sit like laying in bed. And so I wonder if I was like sitting at a desk like as if I was like dressed for work or something as if that would like help me to like feel like I was being more coherent. But when am I ever coherent? I just say It's not about me. It's like dissolving ego. Like sometimes I'll be praying and I'll be like, help me, 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 me. And I'll catch myself. I'm just like, Jesus. I mean, not Jesus, but or Jesus. Like Jesus, if you want, you can quote me on that. Jesus, if you want. Did I already say I'm going to Santa Fe? I'm going to go to Santa Fe Monday through Wednesday. Uh, That'll be fun. I've never been before. And is this, does this have any point or substance to it at all? Life on life's terms. I have five months clean, five months in a few days. And, you know, what does the Buddha say? I wouldn't tell you about the path if it were not possible. Take the mask off. And then now here, Ecclesiastes 5.6. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for your patience, tolerance, and kindness. Um, I'm offering for the month of August 15% off of sales on my Etsy shop for listeners of A Thousand Serious Moves. So check out my Etsy shop. Buy some art at etsy.com slash shop slash Hanael777, that's H-A-N-A-E-L-777, and use the promo code A-T-S-M-15, that's A-T-S-M-1-5, for 15% off of your order for 1,000 Serious Moves listeners. And the link is in the show notes, and again, promo code A-T-S-M-1-5. Um, and here now is Ecclesiastes 5. Enjoy.
walk prudently when you go to the house of God and draw near to hear rather than to give sacrifice of fools for they do not know that they do evil. Do not be rash with your mouth and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. For God is in heaven and you on earth. Therefore let your words be few. For a dream comes through much activity, and a fool's voice is known by many words. When you make a vow to God, do not delay to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you have vowed. Better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin, nor say before the messenger of God that it was an error. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the work of your hands? For in the multitude of dreams and many words there is also vanity. But fear God. If you see the oppression of the poor and the violent perversion of justice and righteousness in a province, do not marvel at the matter. For high officials watch over high officials, and higher officials are over them. Moreover, the profit of the land is for all. Even the king is served from the field. He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver, nor he who loves abundance with increase. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them. So what profit have the owners except to see them with their eyes? The sleep of a laboring man is sweet, whether he eats little or much. But the abundance of the rich will not permit him to sleep. There is a severe evil which I have seen under the sun. Riches kept for their owner to his hurt, but those riches perish through misfortune. When he begets a son, there is nothing in his hand. As he came from his mother's womb, naked shall he return to go as he came. And he shall take nothing from his labor, which he may carry away in his hand. And this also is a severe evil. Just exactly as he came, so shall he go. And what profit has he who has labored for the wind? All his days he also eats in darkness, and he has much sorrow and sickness and anger. Here is what I have seen. It is good and fitting for one to eat and drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor in which he toils under the sun all the days of his life which God gives him, for it is his heritage. As for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it, to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor, this 
is the gift of God. For he will not dwell unduly on the days of his life, because God keeps him busy with the joy of his heart.